You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Hey everyone, welcome to MLB.com Extras. I'm Tim McMaster talking Toronto Blue Jays baseball with MLB.com Jays reporter Gregor Chisholm. And Gregor, it's a good time to be in Toronto. It's a good time to be a baseball fan in Toronto. Heading into Wednesday, nine straight wins for this team. I think when you draw up what you want to do at the trade deadline and what you want to become of it, this is pretty much uh, the definition, isn't it? You make the big moves and then you get red hot. Yeah, exactly. And it's really remarkable how much they were able to do before the deadline. I mean, this was a team that we've been talking about the offense all year. Uh, but outside of that, there was a lot of flaws on the roster, whether it was in the rotation, the bullpen. Uh, they had a lot of defensive issues in the field earlier this year. And Anthopoulos really knocked off each one of the things on his checklist. It was kind of amazing in a lot of ways that he was able to find a number one starter in David Price, was able to get a couple of bullpen guys in Mark Lowe and Troy Hawkins, and then uh, Troy Tulowitzki at shortstop, defensive upgrade over Reyes, and then bringing in uh, Ben Revere for left field. I mean, it's been a whirlwind uh, couple of weeks for this team in this city, and I think you know, you're know you finally seeing Blue Jays fever kind of explode, not only in, in Toronto, but also Canada as well. I mean, since the Tulowitzki trade, uh, they've sold 300,000 tickets, uh, and the viewership on TV uh, during a recent series against New York was 1.4 million. Um, these are the type of numbers that just hasn't been associated with the Blue Jays uh, for an incredibly long time, and you can really go all the way back to uh, it being 1993 when, when, when it happened to be the last time they also made the playoffs. Was there a belief in Toronto, in Canada, uh, maybe even thinking back to a few years ago when they had the huge offseason, that if this team could get on a run and be in contention late, that this is exactly what would happen, that it was a bit of a sleeping giant? Yeah, exactly. And that's the exact kind of term that, uh, you know, the VP business operations, Stephen Brooks said, uh, you know, that's what a lot of people I think have been waiting. And we've seen signs, uh, you know, that baseball has been kind of ready to explode in this city. We saw it uh, during that off season going into 2013, there was an awful lot of, uh, there was an increase in season ticket sales. There was an increase in flex packs for uh, their group of ticket sales. There was a real buzz around that team, but the thing with that 2013 version is that, you know, things really went off the rails a week or two into the season. I mean, it was a remarkable uh, fall from grace from where, you know, they being crowned the winners of the offseason to then what ended up being the actual product on the field. Now we're seeing it actually happen in the middle of a season, in the middle of a pennant race. Um, and last year, you know, the Jays were in sort of a similar situation, but they didn't do anything at the deadline. And so I think there is a lot of uh, you know, pessimism going into this deadline that it might be a similar situation. And you know, it obviously didn't turn out that way because not only were they able, able to make one move, but they made a series of major moves for this roster. And now I think you're seeing the fan base, the city, and the country uh, respond to that moves in, in record numbers. I think the thought was they would definitely get themselves into the wild card race, but now they are nipping at the heels of the Yankees in the American League East. They sweep the Yanks in the Bronx last weekend, and I think the remarkable thing about that series, you think if they were going to sweep the Yankees in the Bronx, they would out-hit them, but it was tremendous pitching. Shutting out the Yankees in back-to-back games for the first time ever as far as the Blue Jays go, David Price 
it seems like he's been everything they could have hoped as advertised and maybe even better in his first couple starts with the Blue Jays. Yeah, he really has. And he gives them that missing piece uh, at the front end of the rotation that they really haven't had since Roy Halladay. And, uh, you know, it's a luxury that every uh, contending team would love to have and certainly something that you kind of need to have if you end up in a playoff series uh, just to have that bona fide ace that you could turn to. And, you know, R.A. Dickey the last couple of years was kind of miscast in that role. He's having a, you know, he had a pretty strong uh, 2014 season, even though he received his fair share of criticism. And, uh, you know, he's really been on a strong run for a couple months. And, and having Price in that rotation allows him to slot back into that number two spot. Uh, and then you have two other guys in Mark Burley and Marco Estrada who are having very good years. And so, you know, the other thing that Price also does is that he basically gives you a guaranteed uh, spot in that rotation where you know the guy's going to eat up an awful lot of innings. And uh, what that does is it has repercussions for the bullpen as well. They can, uh, you know, shorten starts for, for guys like Estrada or, or Drew Hutchison when necessary. Uh, being able to go to that bullpen a little bit earlier, not worried so much about fatigue anymore, uh, because you know that you know David Price is looming, and you can kind of plan for that in advance. Because uh, you know he's going to get roughed up, roughed up every now and then. Uh, but for the most part, uh, you can you know put him down for a solid seven innings, if not more, pretty much every time out there. How about that bullpen? Obviously, at the deadline, they also got Mark Lowe and Latroy Hawkins, Aaron Sanchez now back there in that bullpen. This is this was a weakness, but now it feels like more of a strength. Yeah, it really does. And you know, I was joking on, on Twitter last week that you know it, this doesn't even seem like the same team that I was covering about a week and a half ago. And I guess that's what happens when you turn over uh, 20% of your roster. But the bullpen to me is is probably the biggest, you know, the, the most noticeable difference on this team. And that's you know, it wasn't that long ago that we were talking about Roberto Osuna as being really the only reliable guy down there. And the Jays had all kinds of issues closing out games, getting it to Osuna in the ninth inning, and then uh, had even more difficulty on, on the days when Osuna wasn't available because he needed a day of rest. Now what you have is multiple late-inning guys that you can go to. Uh, you've got Osuna down there. Uh, you know, Aaron Sanchez has settled in really nicely since coming off the DL into that eighth-inning role. And then you combine those two with, with Mark Lowe, LaTroy Hawkins, and Brett Cecil really began to turn things around about a month ago. And so you can really go five deep, uh, which is a luxury that a lot of teams don't necessarily have, but a lot of the good ones do. And it kind of, all of a sudden you can kind of match up with a team, uh, you know, like the Royals, which, which is something that you wouldn't have been able to say, um, you know, a couple weeks ago. So it, the, the whole roster has really been transformed. And now, uh, you know, that really does become a strength. Uh, to go along in the team. They have the team to go along, uh, you know, to accompany that league's best offense that we spent so much time talking about. The rest of the roster didn't match up with that originally, uh, but now it does. As good as that offense has been, they've been been without uh, Devon Travis at second base. Ryan Goins hasn't really gotten it done on the offensive side of things. He's given them the glove. How far away is Travis? Is there a confidence in the team that he will get back, at least in maybe September, to help this team out? Yeah, I think that's where the one spot on this roster right now where there's an awful lot of uncertainty. And you saw uh, Anthopoulos make a, a pretty minor move, but a move uh, last week picking up Cliff Pennington um, from the Diamondbacks. And you know, Pennington, in a lot of ways, is very similar to Ryan Goins, just a little bit more experience under his belt. But he's kind of a, a glove-first, speed-first uh, kind of guy that doesn't provide a lot of value with the bat, uh, but it does give a little bit more of a veteran influence. And to me, 
Uh, even though that's a minor move, I think that's an indication that the Blue Jays are at least making uh, backup plans in case Devin Travis isn't able to come back. We've seen the same injury before. Uh, earlier this year, it took him about six weeks to recover. Um, if that was the case again this time around, he would probably be looking at a return at some point in the middle of September. But I think the bottom line is the Jays don't really know what to expect. And so they're and for the immediate future, they're kind of moving on without him. But obviously the optimism is that he's still going to be back at some point in time. And, uh, you know, they certainly have to hope that that's the case because he really does bring, uh, you know, even more length to that lineup. I mean, this is a guy who spent most of the year hitting out of the number eight or number nine hole. Uh, and, you know, he, he does have a plus bat, especially the way he's been playing this year. So if they can get him back, that would be a real nice luxury to have um, to, to give that lineup even more depth uh, than it already has. Gregor Mar- Marcus Stroman throwing off a mound. I think that's amazing for anybody that saw him go down, obviously, before the season started. What does this team think that they could get from Stroman maybe in September if he can get back to the club, considering all the potential that he has? Yeah, and it's it's pretty crazy because I, I never would have thought that we'd be sitting here talking about this. And, you know, the one thing to point out is that Stroman all along uh, claimed this is exactly the situation that he would be in. And, and you know, I think a lot of us just kind of racked that up as a, a player just trying to stay motivated to, through his rehab. Uh, but he stayed it all along. He planned to make it back this year, and now we're seeing the first signs of that. And, uh, you know, it looks like he's going to start a rehab assignment uh, somewhere around August 21st. That's the tentative date. Um, and from this week when he started throwing off a mound, uh, he has about a month before the end of the minor league regular season. I think AAA Buffalo wraps up on September 7th, so uh, almost just under a month uh, is what he'll have to get ready. Um, and, you know, that's somewhat comparable to spring training. You know, usually we see six weeks in spring training, but a lot of guys will tell you that's a little bit too long. Usually that's position players, not pitchers. Pitchers typically need those six weeks, but it gets you close enough to that date Uh, where there's optimism that he'll be able to make it back. And I think a lot of people thought it was going to be in the bullpen. The Jays are actually going to give him an opportunity to get stretched out as a starter, um, which you would probably look at maybe four rehab starts. Um, If you're able to start that rehab on August 21st, that's the bare minimum that he would need. Um, But, you know, if he can get up to around five innings by the time that stretch is over, you could be potentially looking at a situation uh, where he could even join the rotation. That's, that's something that's still up in the air at this point in time, but it's uh, we're going to have to see how he progresses over the next couple of weeks. But the fact that we're even talking about it is a remarkable story, and anything he can give the Blue Jays over the last month of the season will be a bonus. Yeah, it should be interesting to keep an eye on that. This has been another edition of Blue Jays Extras on MLB.com. Gregor, we'll talk to you again next week. Perfect. Thank you very much. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go. Every night, on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.